Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings Post Game Show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Once again, proving that success is possible in spite of yourself and your best efforts to get in the way of victory. The New England Patriots take down the Miami Dolphins, who played a backup quarterback and then a backup backup quarterback today in Foxborough. Final score, Patriots 23, Miami Dolphins 21. It was way closer at the end than it needed to be. Of course, uh, some... Interesting, if not, dare I say, curious play calling at the end and some execution that was somewhere between atrocious and lackluster, making a game that shouldn't have been that close in the end a little too close for comfort. But here we are on the doorstep of postseason with meaningful football to be played and week 18. Get excited, Pats Nation. We're here for you. Hello, how are you? As they say in the industry, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens here alongside... Andy Jumbo Hart, this is the Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI, WEEI.com, the Odyssey app, and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. You can join the party at any given moment, whether you're coming out of the game, home in the old barrage, watching in the fan cave, out and about with your friends, wherever you happen to be. If you want to weigh in on today's game and the Patriots' postseason chances, we are here for you at 617 779 7937. That's the telephone number. Use it anytime between now and 7:30 when we kick it to Sunday night football coverage. Ravens versus the Stellars. 37937 is the text line. And of course, the socials. We love all the sweet and mean tweets at WEEI, at Jumbo Heart, and at Fitzy GFY. I tell you, I love this team. I love this team. I've always loved this team. I'm going to keep loving this team. Every single time they get a chance to do something where I think, hey, guess what? They put it together. They found their way. I think this team wants to win games and doesn't want to continue whizzing away opportunities and infuriating the Foxborough faithful and their fan base. What do they do? Just what they did right there. Just when I thought I was out, they they pulled me back in. Fourth and four. On the 30 of the Dolphins, up by nine. The Lolfins are on the ropes. And what in the holy hell, Andy Hart, was that play call? Oh, you're going to let me talk now? 
Do you hate me? Funny thing behind the scenes, Andy couldn't find a pair of headphones that didn't work for two and a half minutes. So I looked I like ha- Matt Patricia trying to find a good red zone play. <laughs> I was scrambling around and nothing would work. Weird thing is, you found headphones. I did. And in but the you end, wouldn't find a good I can hear. <laughs> Actually, Mac Jones did find a very good play earlier. We'll talk about the way the Patriots offense looked before they decided to take two and a half quarters off and then got themselves back in the game later. Yes, the Dolphins were injured. No Xavier Howard, no Bradley Chubb. Eventually, so no the Teddy Patriots. Bridgewater. This was oh, a fair fight of Backups. Of super mediocre football teams today. I tell you, that's Skyler, uh, whatever the hell his Skyler name is. Skyler Thompson. Stinks. He's not good at football. <laughs> no. He's not. One I know thing, he's third not. string. And our oh, well, he threw, threw a nice touchdown string. pass. He threw he a stinks. nice t- It's a nice pass he threw to Gasicki at the end. He is a professional. Solid coverage by he's Kyle like, Duggar, who, by it. the way, continues to be your second greatest well, offensive threat. With Marcus Jones out, he's now your best offensive player. Patriots have scored defensive touchdowns in four straight games. You, They're only you win two and two. You're supposed to win all of those games. Yeah. Look what happened last night in the National College Football Semifinals with TCU scoring two pick sixes. Guess what? In spite of the fact that Michigan was obviously and easily the better team on the field, guess who won? The team that scored the defensive touchdowns. Today, they score another defensive touchdown. But it's ridiculous that they bench their they bench their better talents when they make a simple false start or whatever because they need to clean that up. So let's put Kendrick Bourne on the bench, even though that makes no sense whatsoever for a team that has been struggling offensively. <laughs> I can't. I just uh, honestly, okay, Doug, settle down. Duggar and Marcus Jones are the best players on offense. Jacoby Myers, nice play at the end. Almost got slammed into the turf like Mac did by Chandler. I mean, poor. Thank. God. Hopefully, he's okay. Will if we have any word on the condition of Jacoby Myers, cornerback Jonathan Jones. So, see, here's the thing. That didn't look great. No, it didn't. I've already got friends texting me saying like, "I'm gonna go ahead and put money on collarbone." Good news is, can you cover? Uh, no. Because you got a shot if you. I was. That's why. I Actually, asked, even if you can't cover, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, can Tay Hayes cover? Who knows? Quentin Mosley, Quandre, Quandre. You sure, might want to learn too. his name if you're going to talk I'm, about him. I, maybe I don't need to. There's already too much going on in my head. I don't need to know Mosley. I'll just say Mosley. Then those guys, I don't care who they are, they deserve a pat on the back because they were they not held exposed. The Dolphins in check. That's correct. And Mike McDaniel. You're going down the road of boob in my mind a little bit. Because you ran the ball way too often with way little success against the Patriots when you have the obvious matchup of Hill and Waddle. But this isn't what we do on the postgame show. We don't rip the other team for losing. We praise the Patriots for winning and giving us, what did I say to you in the boardroom? Meaningful, Meaningful football. football in Week 18, baby. I, I don't know I what's going to happen. I forgot to add the in Week 18 baby part. I don't know what's going to happen against the Bills in Buffalo don't know, don't care. No, I neither know do matters. I. You they, know what? I'm going to go into it just like week. with a devil-may-care attitude. I'm going to go into One more it. round, Tommy Gunn. Wait, see, you were doing the Rocky. See, My I, ring's in Buffalo. Hey, wait. Should I tell? Is now a good time, Producer Nick LaPan, to let Andy know that most people hate Rocky Five, so I it's not a good why. movie? It's not a good movie. I loved it. You did, See, that tells me everything. You could have told me that before we started doing this show together. I would have known, hey, you knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? Well, isn't it an apt comparison then, maybe? Maybe the Patriots are Rocky Five. <laughs> I like them. Most people don't seem to, and in the end, they might fall on their that face. That is an absolute and outright lie. You do not like that. Don't you dare try to sell me up river like, oh, Fitzy, the Foxborough fraud. I love this team. You want me on that wall. You oh, I need me on that team. Blog. Yeah. I love the, the logo or whatever. Yeah. This team is it's tough to like at times. <laughs> yeah. Infuriating. If you They're had a to child pay- that pisses you off endlessly. And you're, and you're like, you know what that child is capable of, and you have tried to there parent it so There is military school. Times. There is an orphanage. I have an aunt that lives far away, but I'll Ugh. keep you for one more week. Oh, this team. Honestly.
I mean, there's – and see, here's what drives me nuts. And by the way, just to set the table going forward, we will hear from Coach Bill Belichick when he delivers his postgame press conference live here on the Six Rings postgame show. We'll hear from Patriots quarterback Mac Jones as well. We'll get calls from Patriots beat reporter Kyrie Thompson uh, from the stadium as well as our pal Christian Foria, who may grace us with a call two days before the launch of his new show as we're calling it Fresh. Gresham Foria. Fresh. Get it? It's Fourier and Gresh. Fresh. It's terrible. It's awful, I know. Is that what we're really going with? Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> Stop the t-shirts. <laughs> Hold the printing press. Yeah, but I got 5,000 koozies up here in promotions. Uh, to which I ask, we have promotions? Send them to Africa. 617-779-7937. That's your telephone number. You're listening to Fresh. Fresh and Gresh. So are you surprised or was today what you expected? Yes and no. I, am, I picked I am, the Dolphins. I thought the Dolphins. I thought the simple matchup. I had 24-20. I 24, had 24-13 Dolphins. I lost a little faith or respect for, for McDaniel today. I don't think he coached a very good game. Like No, he didn't. Don't and tell Andy, me you shut down. You took away Hill and Waddle. My ass. You don't my, take guys away that good mm-hmm. with guys that you're calling up from the practice squad or safeties. You should find – he's a genius, right? Offensive genius. Like, we're supposed to believe I he's think, new I think, age. I don't know if it's genius. I think I think I hear the word, like, guru. Okay, guru. That's, isn't about. that good? Guru. Like, did he do anything that guru'd you today? No, not in the least bit. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was on the field pregame, he came strutting out of the tunnel – and I thought to myself, like, this guy might be reading his clippings a little bit. He had a little bit of that strut, an unnecessary strut. He's wearing the super expensive, fancy Miami Dolphins tracksuit. He's got on sunglasses that cost likely more than either our car payments or our uh, entire ensembles from shoes to sunglasses combined. And I'm just thinking, might be a little bit too much into appearances right now, trying to show up, be the the hot stuff in my in like New England. If you just concentrate on finding a way to grind one out against the Patriots today, you can punch your ticket to the postseason veritably. You can knock out your longtime division rival, and best of all, you can end this bizarre season for the Dolphins. I'm I think I'm going to call it like a seesaw season, if you will. The Miami Dolphins now in the season, Andy, have won three games in a row. Lost three games in a row. They have won five games in a row, and they have now yeah, lost. Yeah, I told five you. That's why I said the Dolphins were going to lose. Yeah, SAT you know, math or whatever. It was. Series. It was done. It was foretold. How come no one told the Patriots that as they tried to literally throw, play, sack, and call the Dolphins back into the game? I know the play call there on fourth and four towards the end of the game. In no way, shape, or form had it written down that Mike Onwenu was to be completely. De- decimated by and have his lunch eaten by a backup tackle for the Dolphins. But holy smokes was that bad. That was potentially disastrous. And Andy, Jonathan Jones does not need to be back on the field at that point when he already has a questionable designation headed into the game. Now, if he did in fact get so hurt that he's not able to play next week in Buffalo, you can look back to the play calling at the end of this game and say, there, you lost your number one corner. You're literally your only healthy starting corner because you decided to... Blank around and find out at the end of the game. Well, you found out. Miami scored, made it way too close for comfort, and now Jonathan Jones could be hurt. Uh, oh, I think he is hurt. Uh, I mean, we'll wait to hear official word, but it certainly looked like... Now, the good news is you could easily get Marcus Jones back in a week off mm-hmm. the concussion uh, list, but no, they, their secondary is a mess right now. It's going to be a mess against Josh Allen, but now the the Bills and Josh Allen have done a better job of taking advantage of such things in recent years whereas the Dolphins really couldn't do it today. So I look, final stats, Tyree Kill, four catches for 55 yards. Jalen Waddle, three catches for 52 yards. Seven catches for 
107 yards between them. Not horrible, but not what you'd expect when oh, no, Andre that... Mosley and Tay Hayes are making the jump from practice squad to defensive backfield. I know they don't have the, like, Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater combined likely do not have the arm of Tua Tonga-Vailoa, and he does not exactly have a laser no, rocket arm by any stretch of the imagination. But how are you not just attacking the Patriots over the middle, on the side, in the flat, and downfield? Terrible. Over and over and over and over and over again. And I didn't think early. Do we put Mike McDaniel on the thumbs up list for the Patriots? Uh, yes. I absolutely. Think we, I think we absolutely, absolutely should. Absolutely. I didn't think early the Patriots dominated in the pass rush. I thought it picked up pace as the game wore on and became more of a factor. But the Dolphins were without uh, Armstead, their their best tackle, one of the better tackles in football, their free agent addition. I did not think that was a massive factor early. Uh, I thought they ran the ball too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. So they ran the ball in the first half, the Dolphins. When it, remember, it was a 7-7 game. Both teams scored early and then kind of petered out. Dolphins ran the ball 19 times for 62 yards in the first half. 19 first half rushes for 62 yards. Is this my three Mike yards Mc- a carry? Is this my I, the, the is this Mike McDaniel basically almost pulling a Bill Belichick final game 2015 season? Remember they ran like Steven Jackson like 18 times for oh, yeah. 50 yards and lost that game? Yeah, no, no, he ran it. Why did they insist on losing? Like, it's almost like the Dolphins came in with a lose-first mentality. Well, I just, I think some of these guys overthink it. I think Giardi tweeted something to the effect that I retweeted. But, like, keep it simple, stupid. Like, a, a child might say, hey, uh, the other team has practice squatters playing defense, and we have two of the most dynamic playmakers in football, two of the fastest players in football. Shouldn't we try to get them the ball? Wouldn't you want more chances to get them the ball than you would 19 rushes, including 10 by Jeff Wilson, who had 32 yards, like 3.3 yards a carry, and you're just going to keep pounding? He was well on his way to a 40-rush game. 40 rushes when you have Waddle and you have Hill. You're not the Titans. Nope. You're not Derrick Henry and the Titans, and this is the way you play? Nope. You're, you're also the not the San Francisco Ooh, the 49ers. Guru. You're, you're legitimately not the San Francisco 49ers. You also don't have – Armstead was banged up. I just said that. What's that? Armstead wasn't there. I know. So, you got, so you're, you're, you're lacking the tackle. You're repeating for emphasis. Yeah, you've all it's these elements that factor in that tell you and dictate that you should be throwing the ball all game long, and for some ungodly reason – you decide now we need to establish And Teddy Bridgewater, remember, mm-hmm. he's a veteran quarterback who has started a lot of games in this league. 33 and 32 before yeah. the game. I think that's now a he's lot a 500 quarterback. That's good enough against a banged-up New England secondary with two of the fastest receivers in recent NFL history to decide, hey, you know what, we can probably let Bridgewater sling it a little bit On today. a 50-plus-degree day with 10-mile-an-hour wins lovely. or whatever the hell it Perfect was. Perfect playing conditions down there today, Jalen. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand what Mike McDaniel was thinking. And, and we do know... That the Patriots got porked early. There was a Jabril Peppers forced fumble that, oh, forward progress was stopped. Really? That was stopped forward progress? But oh. it wasn't a week ago on Ramondre? Now Ramondre I'm would like to ever. weigh in on that one. That um, was infuriating. No, it was Jabril Peppers doing what he do, which right. is take men's souls when he hits them. Jabril Peppers, I told you, every day he wakes up and he's like, ah, I choose violence. Yes, and I, I love, love it. And I'm I, here I, for it, as yes, they say. Yes, as I like to say one time and often. Yes, Jabril Peppers is great. I need more Jabril Peppers, if you will, on this defense. Guys like that, tone setters. Kyle Duggar and Jabril Peppers with Adrian Phillips makes for a fantastic back end of the defense. And give those guys credit on a day when the cornerback position was undermanned. I thought the safety stepped up. And you should. Yes. You're really good. You're really veterans. You're really deep. Like, all of that, you should be able to to step up and make plays. And you did. Is it too soon to have the McCourty conversation about another dropped interception? Too soon or too late? (laughs) And which conversation is that? That sorry... (sighs) 
you've had a great career. I'll see you in five years or four years, whatever the hell it is at the the Red Patriots Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is what it is, and and the play actually sort of ended up being meaningless. I know it was a like, punt. You 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 forced the punt afterwards. You got the ball back there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way he was stumbling, he probably wasn't going to get much of a return if he even did catch it. It was a bad look, mm-hmm. I would say, to have a ball bounce Just, off you your know, face you mask say, and your chest. You think so? Yeah, it's terrible. I'm interested to see how Greg Hill handles it on Friday because they have not, a bit of a history. Oh yeah, I know he they did have a bit like of a history the, he on dropped like interceptions. The first one. I wonder <laughs> if on Friday's edition of the Greg Hill Show, when Devin McCourty usually joins the program in the eight o'clock hour, if in fact that will be addressed, and how many um, awkward chuckles will be thrown into the question? <laughs> I, there won't be awkward chuckles in the response. I'll tell you that. Nah, I can tell unless. Unless Devin, unless Dev has decided... Beats him to the punch? That, you know what I should do now is I should probably laugh about it because, yeah, that was a pretty bad drop. And yeah. even if that was meaningless in the grand scheme, A, like you said, bad look. B, it's representative of how things have gone recently and or overall in this season. And C, you may just need to flip the field against a team like Buffalo or take advantage of every single opportunity, no matter how grand or simple that they are when presented with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you dropping anything in the. But, you know, you make up for it with Jonathan Jones, for example. That's a tough pick he has yeah. later on the deflection off Hill, feet in, catch, sideline, the whole thing. Uh, Tyreek Hill didn't play well. That, that would be nope. another. You know, and I'm sort of putting some great of back it on flips. McDaniel. Yeah, but he, he did not have a great game. This was, um, quite honestly, if you just sort of took, stepped back and zoomed out, mm-hmm. wasn't this game in a lot of ways looked like a matchup between an 8 and 7 team and a 7 and 8 team and two teams sort of vying for a playoff spot that maybe mm-hmm. neither of them deserves cuz they had lost 8 of their previous 9 games combined coming in like it wasn't good football but it's super wild card weekend let's go yeah i see the, all the calls that have come in so far and we'll get to your calls in the next break folks appreciate it 617-779-7937 here in the 6 rings post game show of course, we are broadcasting from our best yet brand studio in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. Was this the Patriots' best the yet wins? No. no, no, not at all. Nice try, though. The sponsor appreciates that very much. They, the good news is they added to the list of backup quarterbacks and that's third it. The backup quarterback, the best quarterback the Patriots have beaten this season, continues to be Jared Goff. Ugh. I mean, that's the Excuse best quarterback me. they've beaten all Vomited season. A little on my Jared Jared Goff. That's Ugh. yeah. They beat a third stringer today. But you know what that leaves. The opportunity for the best quarterback you beat all year to be Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Or not. <laughs> I'm staying getting, positive. It's still a week whole, away. I know. I, I asked you before the show, would you rather, for content purposes, for whatever it is, would you rather have a Six Rings postgame show chock full of angry callers with the Patriots blowing it after the fourth and four debacle there? My, let's say Miami recovers the onside kick. They kick a field goal, lose 24-23. Okay. There's part of you that would probably love that well, element of the content so much. Or would you rather have another week thinking about meaningful football? The Patriots finally finding a way to turn it around and play their best game yet. From a selfish perspective, a 24-23 to 23 loss mm-hmm. would have been a lot like the Bill Walton interview. I would not have said anything. Nope, wouldn't have done I would have sat back. We would have just thing. clicked on line one, talk. Okay, line two, talk. Line three, talk. Occasionally oh, dump out on that someone one because he yep. swore. Yep, like, yep, that's yep. all we would have done for three and a half hours. Now, I am interested in, because I'll ask you, how much buzz did you feel at Gillette Stadium today pregame? More than really? was more than was present on the twenty fourth because there was oh, a well, deficit. Yeah. Uh, there was a deficit of excitement. But this was essentially a playoff Eve. game. 
Yeah, there was good energy in the tailgate today. See, because I didn't hear that. Mike Giardi said no. Uh, others out of Foxborough were like, huh, there's kind of a lack of buzz out here. And they even thought there was a lack of buzz in some of the warm-ups, the actual particulars on the field. I'm not so sure about that. There definitely felt like there – but, again, I'm I'm basing it on and against recent games where there's been a distinct lack of energy at the tailgate and a lot lack of pregame energy. Yeah, I, I – it's interesting because I think, unfortunately, I don't know like if I want it, to, it ain't like it was for the Brady returns game, Andy. There, well, obviously, there is a. I, I think a lot of your people, the fans, okay, they you know. Just call them fans. They know. Okay, what do they? They know? know this team's not that good. They know if this team gets into the postseason, this team is probably setting itself up for an ass whooping at the hands of either the Bills or the Bengals or the Chiefs. Like it's cliche. It mm-hmm. looks overly simple. But there are different class. I would say the same thing about the Dolphins, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like well, the way that like, there's two different classes and a half, of teams. But, but a month and a half ago, you could have said about the Miami Dolphins. I think this team. I even said as much on these public airwaves that I thought the Miami Dolphins were going to mess around and actually maybe even compete for the AFC East. And the effort they put forth a couple Saturday nights ago against Buffalo, where Ooh, it went down to the victims. wire. But that was impressive. Hey, if the Patriots lose like that 32-29 next week, it'll be disappointing, but I think there will be some valor in their effort. And Who's hey, the they last sti- good team the Dolphins They beat? still may even be able to get in if the Jetropolitans lose today but defeat the Dolphins next week. We'll explain the scenarios later in the program. I'm just still surprised <sighs> that our first calls that come in. So the Bills in week three fun- was oh. the last time the Dolphins had a good win. Yeah. Seems that way. That's what no, I'm no, saying. No, that's not seems that way. It is that no, way it because appears to be the case. they have five, eight losses, mm-hmm. and their wins in that stretch come against the Steelers, the Lions, the bad. Bears, okay. the Browns, mm-hmm. and the Texans. Well, we couldn't beat the Bears. Doesn't mean they're good. Guess where they're picking? Where? Los dos. <laughs> wow. Not great, Bob. Not great. The first calls that come in today to the show, Patriots have no chance. I didn't want them to win today. I want the Patriots to miss the playoffs. Like, I cannot believe. What Michael Irvin dubbed on Friday's edition of the Fitzy and Hart Show middays here on WEI during the holiday hump week was that that is the ultimate slap in the face to a professional football player. Telling them, hey, we would rather the draft pick. We don't want to go through gearing up for a playoff game. We would rather you guys just lose now and put us out of our misery and let us return to our offseason barely yet in progress. To me, it is shocking that that would be the case. Stunning! How could you not even just want a chance once you get in the dance? Aren't all bets off at that point? Not really. No. I mean, we can say that. That's There's right. like these fun little posters and motivational speeches. Oh, man. Nine times out of ten, they'll beat us, whatever that famous speech. Yeah, 99 like. times out of 100, but that one time out of 100. Okay, yeah. And I might win the $800 million lottery that's available tomorrow night. Hey, if you do, cut me You'll in. never see me again. <laughs> I'll be broadcasting from your $400 million. From nowhere. <laughs> I'll never broadcast again. You'll I'll never hear from me again. Sitting somewhere on a beach, earning 20%. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how it'll go. Yeah, the 413 would be happy. He would never or she would never oh, hear my voice again. Oh, the text line can't be angry at us just yet. We've given them no reason to. If anyone is frustrated, be frustrated with your football team. A team that, can you explain to me how they open the game so crisply, so sharply? Great first drive, nice pass down the sidelines, great catch, great body control by Tyquan Thornton, ultimately leading to that nice 11-yard touchdown pass from Mac Jones to Tyquan in the corner of the end zone. And you think to yourself, hey, 
when this team drives the football down the field, hey, this team, maybe they picked up, like we had talked about, a little bit of that momentum, a little throw-mentum, if you will, from looking downfield last week in the second half against Cincinnati. It was a pretty good portmanteau. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Don't distract yourself. Maybe they keep a, keep up a little bit of the throw-mentum from last week into this week. Look at their attacking downfield aggressively. Touchdown, Patriots. They're going to get after it and try to make it happen, Captain, today. And then what the They just disappeared for almost three quarters. They had 47 yards offense. Oh, no, excuse me, 50 yards offense on the first drive. They didn't even have 50 yards of offense over, like, the next two quarters. What the hell? I don't want to alarm you and bring something to your attention that I thought you had already accepted. All right, I'm listening. They're not a good offense. They're not. And guess what that may have been? What? Scripted. (laughs) Coach Patricia called a good game. Yeah, yeah. What about Coach Patricia calling a good game today? It's not true. Was the play calling so bad today? Was it so egregious? Was it was it as was it bad good? as we've seen it? Was it good? But did it, at, at any point, how many and times? And I don't just put it all on play calling. No. Mac I missed saw, a bunch of throws. I saw Mac miss a bunch of throws He did again. not play well. They didn't Spoiler alert, he's on a second list. They didn't necessarily get booed off the field at halftime, but there was definitely unrest. Yeah, and there should have been. But they're not a good offense. They're like, Do you expect them to change their stripes this late in the year? What stripes do they have? They're like on their, their decorations on the side. No. Like, oh. Yeah, the only thing that was consistent was that nothing worked. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the <laughs> what reality. What was the constant in the game? Nothing worked. Perfect. Yeah. And you, you just, there's too many mistakes, too many. Like, even Bill feels like he's got caught up in cliches because he talked to, who's the pretty boy that does the sideline? Evan Washburn. Evan Washburn, man. Um, and he said, like, Let you us know, on that guy. gotta clean up the uh, penalties. They had two penalties at that point. <laughs> Right. They the had the, now one was big. The the running into which probably should have been roughing the punter. I still haven't seen a good replay. But yeah, he I, definitely hit him pretty hard. I think it's usually, yeah he did. And again, that's a now see right there. There is a that you want to talk about like hey you know like hey Siri show me the 2022 New England Patriots in a nutshell or in a single play. Did your phone wake up? Yes. Oh sorry about that. <laughs> Stop doing that. Well. Okay. All right. Hey telephone. Tell me. T- show me the Patriots in a single play. And you know what they would probably pull up another play like that. You have the Dolphins. I go with the blocked punt. Eh, something When they were looking at each other while the guy ran by him. So it's fourth and one. Miami gets a delay of game, or Miami gets a false start of their own. They're back up, back up to the fourth and six. Now the punt team comes in. They punt it away. Whoops, no, you ran into the kicker again. You give it back to Miami. Miami converts on fourth and one, which they, didn't, they weren't able to do previously. Now they go for it. Then they drive their way down the field. Touchdown to Tyreek. Now it's 7-7. Self-inflicted wounds. This team continues to be their own worst enemy. They play themselves and their opponent every week. And, you know, it's not a sustainable model of football, Andy. The best this team can finish now is 9-8. and eight. And even if they do beat Buffalo next week, can you say that this season, would because they might make the playoffs, represents a step forward for the franchise? No, not a step forward. I think it, it it creates an interesting narrative, and I've said this a lot, that most affected by a trip to the playoffs, to me, is Mac Jones. Just like that simple, he's two for two in the NFL. No matter what mm-hmm. the stuff going on around him was, what you think of him, he's two for two in a world where it's, Justin Herbert will tell you, it's not easy. You can be great, and it's not easy. You can have great talent around you, still not easy to go to the playoffs. So I think it would be an interesting um, pelt on his wall or post, you know, a notch in his bedpost, so to speak, of his career. Um, but we're also, like, again, I keep saying this is sort of the most predictable Patriots season ever. We all thought that 
a lot would go wrong with Patricia and the offense. Mm-hmm. And remember, we were all having the debate. A lot of people were like, are they an eight-win team or are they a nine-win team? Vegas had them at eight and a half, right? So that's Ooh, a lot of money can get right? won or oh, lost on it next week. Whoa. Dangling in the breeze. And just like a lot of money actually was won or lost on that unnecessary possession that the Dolphins got where they the Patriots just whatever they did on fourth and four with two and a half minutes left there because I believe the game went off at two and a half points, correct? I think the over under was un- I think the over under was I like forty three. But either way it was more two than and two. a half and the over under was forty and a half. So I think uh, if you had Dolphins in the over, congratulations. You got lucky. That's got a, uh, an all-time win. And if you had Patriots in the under, that is right up there with some of the worst local beats in recent memory. 617-779-7937 is the number. We'll get to you, the Foxborough faithful Patriots fans, here on the Six Rings postgame show. When we come back, Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, Kyrie Thompson, Christian Fourier, everyone's in on the Six Rings postgame party here on WEEI. 